Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those of you who are wanting to really rock your life and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. I want to speak into the fact that aging is a disease and that disease is treatable. Now, that's uh, thinking that as naturopaths, that's very much how we think. And very much there's a, a new book out called Lifespan and an Aussie doctor, well, he's got his doctor, but he's a scientist and he's a scientist in genetics and longevity. And he has labs in Australia and he has labs at Harvard in Boston as well. And he has been doing super cool, super interesting work on what it takes for us to age well. And he agrees with us saying, well, he's proving through his science what naturopaths say and that we say that aging is a disease and it's treatable and or preventable. That's the big thing. So as a person, well, as a person, but also as a naturopath, I've always thought, how can people be so okay with the fact that we just get old and so-called decrepit and die? How can we be just okay with that and not want to do things different so that we don't have to do that? So my work as a naturopath and my work very much speaking up in Asia for so many years and around a thinking that we live from a place of prevention. So we don't wait to get sick and tired. We don't wait to get old and decrepit. We don't get to whatever. I truly believe to the core of my being that we can stay strong and fit and healthy as we age. Yes, we're going to age. It's not about not aging, but it's about aging really well so that we don't get what I call the lifestyle diseases. I've always called them lifestyle diseases. So things like heart disease, uh, type 2 diabetes is a classic lifestyle imbalance. Um, Alzheimer's, that's another one. Uh, all these things that we get as we get older, I believe are preventable. So our body tells us when we're off track and we get to tweak things and, and live into a different future. Or we go, oh, yeah, that's just heart disease, that's just one of those things because I'm getting old. It cracks me up. I, um, you know, I've been dealing with my mum who's who's got really bad heart stuff going on, and is totally the old lady. She's in her 80s, and you know, speaking the medicos when they'll, you know, you go to the hospital with her and they'll do that. You know, so you know, mother's on heart medication has been for decades. So you're on medications? Like, no, nah, I, I take no medication for anything, none. And uh, absolutely intend to, it's my goal through life to not do that, not to go down that heart disease path, not go down any of those kind of paths, because I believe they're preventable and or if people have them to very much treat them as well. So this guy, David Sinclair, he wrote the coolest book all about this kind of stuff, how those imbalances, those ailments, those what I call lifestyle ailments only come in when we get our body to a certain state, which means it's aging not even faster than it should, but that it's aging and things are breaking down. So it is a seriously hard-ass science book. Even I had to really concentrate on a lot of the concepts and a lot of the stuff. And what I want to do uh, here today is to break it down into layman's terms because I promise if you really get what this is, you can live into a very different future as you age. And that's what I want to do today. So let me jump into it. What he's discovered is that we have these vitality genes, okay? Now, these vitality genes make up what's called a, a genetic survival circuit. It's like a gene circuit. And this gene circuit is the cause 
and also has the ability to reverse aging. Hmm. Yeah, it does. It's big. So imagine, easy. This is a sim- very simplified and there's a lot more to it, but get the concept of this and then you can dig further into the science if you want. But I promise it's worth doing the, the handful of hacks that I'm going to share with you like he talks about in the book. And, and so many of them are ones that I'd speak about anyway in my work as a naturopath for so many years and the way I've lived. But uh, it's really worth understanding this. So anyway, gene A, imagine we've got one gene, gene A. And its job is that it stops cells producing when times are tough, okay? So I think of that automatically in my work in clinic when I'd see a woman who has, her periods have gone out of whack. So they're they're either uh, not happening or they're inconsistent, they're they're scanty, they're heavy bleeding, they're they're all over the place. So as a naturopath, we, we track back one or two blood cycles. A blood cycle is three months. We track back one or two blood cycles and we see what, physical and emotional stresses have been happening because that's what impacts the end result. So a naturopath, we, we've got a symptom, whatever it is, crappy periods. We track back blood cycles, one or two or three, whatever, to see what history has been creating that today because it's, it's not the crappy period. The crappy period is that stress has thrown the adrenal glands out of balance, for instance, and it's happened. Or it might be a physical stress like someone who's been overtraining and their body fat has a woman's body fat has gotten too low to literally even produce the hormones to be able to get um, a period. So we track back to see what it is. So this is what this is about. So gene A, it stops the cells reproducing when times are tough, when it's under stress. The reality is on our planet, but we're under stress and times are tough more than they're not because it's not the big things nowadays. It's the little, we have this chronic kind of thing within our culture that it's the little things that just tax us day after day after day after day. And technology and everything hasn't gotten more clever to make our lives easier, or has in some ways. But it's we're on all the time and people are living in survival mode. So that's gene A. Gene A is about it stops that reproducing. It's that cells just fucking hunger down. You're going to get through. Times are tough. Let's, let's just do that. And then we've got gene B. Now, gene B turns gene A off when life's good. So when we're flowing along and things are going well, it, it it turns it off. And then we've got what are called longevity genes and one in particular called Sirtuins, S-I-R-T-U-I-N-S. Now these, are, they're great in that they carry a version of that survival circuit. So our bodies keep going on. The, the, the challenge is it's bringing it in from all over old negative, distant ancestors and all that genetic, you know, signature that's been handed down through generations. And that's why we age. Now, the human, there's no textbook human body. The human body is not perfect. It's in and out of flow all the time. And so this thing, this gene, it's kicking in and out all the time. And we want to get our body to a place that it works best with this gene circuit okay, with these longevity genes. So there's a handful of ways that he spoke about in the book and they totally fit my thinking. I've spoken about these kind of things in the past, but I really wanted to bring it in together in this piece because it's really interesting. So the first one is, the very first one is intermittent fasting. Now, intermittent fasting, I've actually done podcasts on it in the past, in my Healthy Life Pack podcasts. Uh, 
it, it, it's big. So intermittent fasting, but naturopathically, it is a naturopathic principle where we talk about having a rest day a week where we actually rest our digestive systems. So it's not an eat nothing calorie deprivation stress on your body. This is a big difference because intermittent fasting has become um, trendy in the last five years. Now I've been prescribing it in my clinic and, and done fasts and things myself for 30 odd years. It's become trendy. So now there's all these versions, the five and two and the 16 and eight and, and all this kind of stuff where as a naturopath, intermittent fasting um, is, and I'll put a link to this podcast in the notes uh, to the podcast where I talk more about it, but we're wanting to, we're wanting to do like a, a nutritionally supported fast. So it's more low calorie than no calorie. And the most important is that we support it with herbs. So we want to support it with herbs like adaptogen herbs so that the body's not put under stress because naturopathically, you know, the naturopath's way of talking about what, what this guy talks about in the book is that, um, We've got an alkaline corridor. When everything's working for us, we're inside the corridor. Nice and easy, including aging, slowing, and all those things. When we're outside of the corridor, we're more acidic, and that's where things go wrong. It's where we grow the cancers. It's where we get the heart diseases. It's where we get the type 2 diabetes. All those things happen, those lifestyle imbalances. So as a naturopath, we know everyone's getting kicked in and out all the time. So like he's saying with these genes, gene and GB, they're turning on, on and off, on and off all the time but we want to make sure that you're bouncing back in that corridor the majority of the time, okay? So when it comes to aging, not even just aging, just in life, it's a great practice to do intermittent fasting. Even if it's you know, naturopathically, we say once a week, but even if people did it seasonally, and I've talked about that in the past, on the change of every season, do an intermittent fasting, do a cleanse, a conscious cleanse with herbs to support your body so your body's not under stress because stress kicks us out of that corridor faster than anything. So that's one. We need, to, we need to bring some kind of reduced calorie but supported, not stressful in your body kind of fasting into your in life. And in my clinic work, I have seen people who've done every kind of fast you can imagine, you know, water fast and juice fast and soup, soup fast, and, and it, it's insane the stuff I've seen people do. Uh, and definitely prescribed some interesting ones in my work in the past and what I know works best from my years in clinic so many years now is the nutritionally supported kind of fasting does not put or reduces the amount of stress on the body, which is really important, especially from an aging perspective. So that's one, intermittent fasting. The next one is cold exposure. So ice baths. I started following Wim Hof, I don't know, maybe about five years ago. Wim Hof is a, a Scandinavian guy who is all about swimming in, you know, ice, icy cold water. And uh, I consciously did a, a breath course, ocean survival course about maybe two years ago now to help me with my surfing. And it was all around integrating your breath. And part of it was ice baths. Uh, but I had for, yeah, probably five years been doing the practice of, of ending my showers with a cold shower, which is the easiest way for people to integrate it into their everyday life. So imagine if you have a five-minute shower, the last two minutes of the shower, turn the hot water off and just enjoy the last couple of minutes in cold water. Now, when you first start doing it, you might last 10 seconds or 15 seconds or 30 seconds, and you'll build up to at least a couple of minutes. Nowadays, and I don't have long showers, which is a result of my years being in the army, that I tend to have quick showers, but I'm, I'm conscious of, of having a cold element always within my shower, if not all the shower. So when we do the cold, part of it is that when we're little, we have this brown fat 
So there's, there's brown fat and white fat. And as we age, we get more white fat than brown fat. Brown fat, we want to encourage our body to produce brown fat because brown fat's a healthy fat. Um, and it's, it's all about helping immune system and things like that. So cold showers, the extreme, helps our body do that. The naturopathically, he doesn't talk about it in this book, but very much we say the same with heat. And we see that saunas are an integral part of doing a similar function. It's that extreme either way that puts the body under a healthy kind of stress. So cold exposure is important. Exercising, moving your body every day is important. So we want to move our bodies in some way every day. And in his research, what he found was that high intensity interval training is the most effective at helping our bodies to age slower. Now, he did a lot of studies on mice, and I'm not a fan of um, animal studies, but within his studies, the science, for, for my mind, was really sound. Anyway, he what he found was even if it was five out of seven days a week, five out of seven days a week, if you did 10 minutes, 10 minutes um, of high-intensity interval training, HIIT training, which is now trendy, I wrote in my book, The Seven Steps to Sanity, 20 or 22 years ago, I wrote the book and I talked about when it comes to moving your body, people can find 10 minutes and we're better off to do what I called scout's pace, which is now the, the modern day version of what high intensive interval training is. I call it scout's pace because when I was a kid, I was a girl guide and we would do these fundraisers and we'd go and do a fundraiser. You know, it, it would have been just a, a couple of kilometers walk and we'd get sponsored for how much we walked but what we would do is we would for the distance of a telegraph pole we would go fast for a telegraph pole or two telegraph poles and then we'd slow down for the next one and catch our breath and then fast slow fast slow fast slow and that's what's good for us we bring our heart rate up we bring it down we bring it up we bring it down and it's not just the hey cardiovascular health and all those kind of benefits that we're getting from that kind of exercise what he found in the research, the most interesting part was, or the most beneficial part goes beyond that kind of cardiac fitness and stuff and lung fitness. It actually comes down to your telomeres. So your telomeres are, easy way to think of them. Well, what they are is they're the protective caps on the end of your chromosomes and your DNA strands live within your chromosomes. So we want to protect them. The thing that taxes it the most is oxidative stress. All right, and I'm going to go into different ways to, to help look after this. So with so when it comes to your telomeres, I always think of them like a shoelace. So you know how a shoelace has that little protective end on it? And if that comes off, it starts to unravel and kind of fray. Well, imagine our telomeres do the same. The telomeres, those little protective caps on our chromosomes, they start to break down. Now, when we're conceived... Still in the, inside our mum's tummies, we are 15,000 or our telomeres are 15,000 points long. When we pop out nine months later, they're around 10,000 points long. And when we die, they're about 5,000 points long. Now, we're all on that road to having our telomeres too short and then breaking down and us leaving this planet. So there's things we can do to help protect our telomeres. And that's what I'm going to just... Bear with me. I'm going to go through these things and you'll get some ideas. If you do some of these things that he's talked about in this book, it's all about protecting our telomeres. So high intensity interval training, even 10 minutes a day, five days a week will help. Obviously, if you can do 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 30 minutes, 
the longer the better, but it's it's the high intensity versus just going for a half an hour walk at the same pace or a half an hour run at the same pace. I love surfing so much because for me, it's hit training. And I've talked about it in the past. It feels like hit training because you're paddling, whether to get back out, back after you've caught a wave or you're paddling into a wave, you are going flat tick to, to be able to catch a wave. And then you're up and then you're, you're kind of cruising. So it's like you're flat out, you catch your breath, you're flat out, you catch your breath. And for me, surfing is that kind of exercise. So I'm choosing surfing as my way to be able to get my hit. Uh, the next thing he found was a plant-based diet, a more plant-based diet. Uh, I'm basically, well, I can't even say that I'm basically veg because I do have the occasional fish nowadays. Uh, but well and truly, we, we cook no animal product at home. We're, we're plant-based the majority of the time. So it's a more alkaline diet. That's, that's the thing. So all your, your meats, those kind of products, uh, are very acidic and they have you outside the corridor. A plant-based diet has you is an alkaline-forming diet. So I've been a fan of that for a long time now because I know the, the benefits to my health, apart from being nice to the animals. We want to watch our refined and processed foods. So I talk about, in one of my podcasts, I've talked about no bum glue. So that's the, you know, no white bread, no white rice, no white pasta. So reduce or eliminate the refined and processed grains in our life is a big one. Again, it's acidic, kicks you outside the corridor, taxes telomeres, brings on lifestyle imbalances. I swear moving white bread, white rice, white pasta off the planet will help get rid of type 2 diabetes like that. It's one of the biggest causes of type 2 diabetes, such a simple thing to change in our nutrition plan. The next one is to start introducing more avocado, more broccoli, more cabbage, more cucumbers and tomatoes into your diet. And you go, Jen, why? Why? Yeah, they're vegetables. Okay, cool. No, it's because they contain an element called NMN. What's well, actually a vitamin? M NMN. It's hard to say. And what it is, NMN stands for nicotinamide mononucleotide. Now, what is nicotinamide mononucleotide? NMM is a form of vitamin B3, niacin. So vitamin B3, niacin can be found in the form of nicotinic acid, which is the most common one that naturopaths prescribe. Niacinamide, which can also be known as nicotinamide mononucleoside. That's the way I say it. That's that's the NMN. So we want to look at more nice and rich foods. And in particular, look, it's, the meats contain niacin, but not in the form that we need. All right. And this NMM, we want to be having more broccoli, avocados, cabbage, tomatoes, and cucumbers. All right. Now, why? Because in the mice studies that they actually did, they showed it, those foods really, or foods rich in NMM, help to really slow the aging signs in mice and actually didn't just slow the aging. It gave them a younger metabolism, right? It helped them to improve the body's mitochondria. That's the powerhouse of our cells. So it improved our muscles and strength. It improved their, well, actually boosted their metabolisms. It boosted their energy for life. It helped to improve their retina function. So visual it helped with things like insulin sensitivity. The benefits were endless. And as naturopaths, we're big proponents of niacin. It's crazy cool. Um, and it's something I've really consciously put into my diet for 30 odd years since I really learned the benefits. So you want to consciously try and bring more of those foods into your diet. That's a way to support your body 
coming to a place that it's not going to manifest those aging illnesses like the heart disease and all those things. So another one is sleep. You've got to make making sleep a priority is really important. Now I've I've talked about that so much in again my podcast because I'm so passionate about it. And I've talked about it in some of the things I've done here in Rising Crone. So sleep, it needs to be a priority. Part of that is in Chinese medicine, we talk about that your chi, your life force lives in your adrenal glands. Your, little, your adrenal glands are little glands that sit on top of your kidneys. And it's where you produce your stress hormones, but also your reproductive system hormones. Now, we say that when you run out of chi, you die. We replenish the chi in our body when we sleep. Okay, so broken sleep is the first sign of adrenal tiredness and we're taxing our body. We are aging our body faster if we're not making a sleep a priority. So sleep's got to be a priority, guys. It is the biggest discipline in my life. It is the biggest thing I've made change with in my life in the last 30 odd years. My friends all know that I'm, I'm in bed and, and hitting the sack well and truly by nine. It's, um, it is a discipline. I used to brag on being the night owl, but I know how good it is for my body to be disciplined with sleep. So I really encourage you to do the same. The next one is we need to be able to manage our stress. So managing our stress with adaptogen herbs. We can't make stress go away. We've got to get our body to the place that we can manage the stress, okay? So adaptogen herbs help our body to adapt to stress. Interestingly, you know, as a, here we are at crone kind of age, Women who experience crappy menopause, they only experience it because they reach menopause time with tired adrenal glands. The adrenals are meant to still produce um, progesterone at a much lower level than it did through the rest of the time. So when the normal function happens that we stop producing as much because your hormones like estrogen and progesterone, that they're all made in your adrenal glands. That's where they start. And so when we, we start, we, we run out of eggs, which is what these little lines on our top lip mean. That's called excess kidney yin in Chinese medicine. So when those kind of things happen, we're meant to still produce progesterone, but at a much lower level. We don't, and we end up being, because our adrenals are too tired, we end up being estrogen dominant, and that's where all the crappy symptoms are. So a doctor's response is generally to give you something like HRT to try and tell the body that it's still in that menstruating time. But that's where we get into lots of problems with, again, we're outside the corridor, and it leads us down the road where so many women get breast cancers and stuff. So I'm about sticking close to nature and I'd rather live from a place of prevention. I've been a big fan of adaptogen herbs. I have taken adaptogen herbs consistently in my life for the last 34 years because I know how much I text my body when I burned out and stressed out in my 20s and I know how valuable they are to our life. So stress, we've got to manage that. Uh, simple things. Don't use a microwave oven. We want to keep things, again, as close to nature as possible. So watch the, I've, I've never owned a microwave oven. I'll never own a microwave oven. I've been anti them way before while I was working in, oh my gosh, I, I was just out of the army when I, when microwaves became kind of popular and, and into my pharmacy years. And even back then I went, I don't trust these things. I'm not going to play the game. So I've never owned a microwave oven and I won't have one in the house. We've got to watch microwave ovens. We've got to watch things like x-rays. Try and have the least amount of x-rays and things like CT scans as you can. But with that also, you know, UV exposure from the sun. I love the sun. I consciously get sun every day. I aim to do it early in the morning uh, to minimize, you know, effects of it. But I, I've been a sun baker in my youth and I, I love 
I just love all that the sun brings, but I also counteract it. I'm consciously, I'm conscious of using super antioxidants uh, that will help to support my, my telomeres when they're under stress from getting too much UV light. So I'm a big fan of things like vitamin C and that to help do that. And then the last one on the list that he, he talked about in this book was very much about to stop not smoking. Smoking has such a huge, it just taxes all our body systems. It just really does. It causes a big stress on our bodies. So this book I found insanely interesting. And so, I, you know, I think of myself as a, about to turn 61-year-old woman. I want to age strong, fit, and healthy. And I know it's the things I do today that are going to lead me to be able to strong, be strong, fit, and healthy as I age or whether to turn into an old woman versus an aging woman who's strong, fit, and healthy. I know what I want to be and I will be, and I know it's worth the work nowadays. So I've really only got one healthy life hack and that is the healthy life hack is to bloody start including these things into your daily routine. How easy is it to have a bit of avocado most days or some cabbage? Look at your veggies you're eating, cucumbers and tomatoes, make salad. Like we can tweak the nutrition. We can get to bed early. We can make sure that we're, um, we're getting enough sleep. We can make sure that we're just eating more nice and rich foods. Simple things can make such a huge change. It was such a pleasure to read this book. It was heavy going. I'm, I, I won't lie. If you're not into heavy ass science kind of books, don't read it because it's bloody hard. It took even me, and this is my kind of topic, but it took a lot of conscious energy to read that book. But it reinforced everything I've known as a naturopath and the way I've lived for the last 30 odd years. Uh, it was great to understand the NMM. So we've always talked niacin as naturopaths, but it was really cool to understand the specific foods that increase that production in your body more um, and its effect on our aging. So I want people to be strong, fit and healthy as they age. We've got a choice. We include these lifestyle behaviours into our life now to not or to, to be able to prevent those lifestyle imbalanced diseases as we age. Because aging is a disease. We know now we've got these genes in our body that tell our body to hunker down or to, you know, relax, basically. So I know it's worth it. I don't want to be going getting elsewhere. I don't want to go and get Alzheimer's. I don't want to do the cancers. I don't want to do the, the heart disease or diabetes. And I know it's worth making these lifestyle changes now so that I can live from a place of prevention and be strong, fit and healthy all the way as I age. Even more important in the second half of their lives. I'm blessed that I got to learn a lot of this stuff when I was a lot younger, but I, I'm not gonna wait to get to that stage. So I really encourage you, bring some of these things as lifestyle habits into your life. I wanna thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed my podcast, please let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcast. Every month, I draw one lucky person who leaves a review on Apple Podcasts to have a free one-hour consultation with me. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you're tuning in from so that you always catch the next episode. And if you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body ebook, simply click the link in the comments below. Join my newsletter and we will get that free ebook sent to you. I welcome your emails and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember, when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.